the control freak thing is important because if you don't know where you're going individually, as a couple, as a family, as a business, why does it matter where you currently are? Welcome to the Marriage Family Business Podcast. My name's Mick. And my name's Claire. I'm a husband, father of two incredible young boys, a business system strategist, tech entrepreneur, and author of the best-selling book, Beyond the Marketing Funnel. I am a wife, mother to the same two incredible little boys, reluctant entrepreneur, and classically trained vocalist and music educator. Claire and I are founding owners of several businesses, including Rockstar, an internationally renowned online marketing and systems management firm based in good old Traverse City, Michigan. We created the Marriage Family Business Podcast to open up the conversation about how these three areas of our lives collide and to try and tackle the question, how the heck do you manage it all successfully? And of course, to help other entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial couples discover real life in the trenches advice for the common problems that being an entrepreneur with a family and spouse often entail. So sit back, preferably with your spouse or your partner, as Claire and I take you on this journey with us and share with you our wildest stories and most valuable learning experiences that you can't find on a Google search. Let's roll. On this episode of the Marriage Family Business Podcast, we talk about planning on whether being a control freak is good or bad or working or not working, how to plan things that you should plan, and perhaps most importantly, how to plan for the rogue waves that show up in your life. So sit back, take some notes, and enjoy. So once upon a time, I actually (laughs) fancied myself as a very laid-back, hippie-type dude. I thought that I uh, was kind of like a cool, pot-smoking cat, long hair, just uh, tie-dye, and uh, and I thought I was just a really spontaneous guy. And, and maybe uh, at one point you were. And maybe at one point in time I was. I'm bald now, so that, <laughs> so like, uh, that, that, that's out the fucking window. But, but uh, that's really where I thought I was. And then I met Claire. And Claire, well, let's call it what it is. Claire's a bit of a fucking control freak. And that's okay, because she's turned me into a bit of a fucking control freak, too. Um, maybe I've made her more laid back, but actually, as it turns out, I'm a pretty aggressive guy, as it turns out. So whatever, it's, it's all good. But the point of the matter is, is that Claire likes to plan. Mm-hmm. Claire likes to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And when things go off the rails, Claire's not cool with that. She's gotten a lot better with that. And I actually think that is your influence. You're, you know, yes, you are aggressive and, and go for things, but you don't have to have everything planned out. And you tend to roll with the punches a little better than I do. A little. A little. Better. A little better. I don't roll with the punches as well as I used to. Um, oh, who knows? That, that's not the point of this particular episode. Uh, in any case, the point <laughs> is, is this. I just want to set the stage that, that, that uh, in our world, even today, um, Claire is the glue. Claire provides the structure. Claire provides the direction. Claire is a bit of a control freak and it's all good. I used to be scared of it and now I actually crave it and I love her for it. I love her for many reasons, but I love her for that too. Well, and so it's funny, you you made the comment that you crave it. And part of the reason, listen, I've always been type A. I've always been, I want to know my boundaries 
what? You don't think I'm type A? No. I was like, no, really? You've always oh. been type A? That, that's it was a I sarcastic that. smirk. It was a, it was a sarcastic smirk. It really was. Some things are definitely missed in translation when all you get is audio with us. That's for sure. I digress. I've always been type A. I've always been, I want to know my boundaries. I want to know my box. I really do. Like, I, what are you laughing at? I, just, just the fact that what I just realized is that someday we should probably actually turn this into a video series as well. Yeah. Uh, because actually, we're what you what you may not see about us is that we're actually typically pretty animated. I'm usually pacing around as we do these, and and, yeah. and we're making faces at each other and gestures at each other the whole time, and it's just funny shit, man. It really is. So, um, anyway, whatever. I digress. Go on. Oh, we all digress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, always been type A. Always been, I want to know my box. I want to know my boundaries. Um, God, I remember when I was at governor's school. This is a thing in North Carolina. I don't know if it's a thing anywhere else. But if you are in the AG program, I don't even know if that's a thing anymore in North Carolina, uh, academically gifted program, as a high school student in North Carolina, you were eligible to go to a place called governor's school. And it's held in Raleigh and in Winston-Salem. And if you're a rising junior or a rising senior, you can go for an art, so instrument, voice, literal art, visual art, dance, and theater. If you are a rising senior, you can go in an academic. So I think it was natural science, social science, math, Spanish, and literature, English. Anyway, so I got to go before my junior year. And it was so great. And our slogan that year was think outside the box. I actually still have that t-shirt. It doesn't fit as well as it did in 2000. But I still have that t-shirt that I wear, you know, think outside the box. And that's fine and everything. But like, because I'm not like a physicist, my box is actually fairly defined. You know, I'm not interested in the theoretical. You know, I know what my boundaries are. I know what I can get accomplished. Yeah, that, that's a difference between you and me right there, baby girl. I mean, yeah, mixed like, what boundaries, theoretically boundaries, speaking? Balls are meant to be fucking taking a sledgehammer to, baby. Let's rock that shit up. Where we're going, we don't need no stinking boundaries. <laughs> like Where we're going, we don't need roads. Exactly. So bonus points. If anybody can tell me where that came from, of course, you know, anyway. Go okay. On. Um, so I, I live and die by what I know my boundaries are. And this actually got even more solidified when I was a music education major in college, because one of like the very first childhood psychology 101 things is children crave structure. Fantastic. Maybe I am an in. Maybe, maybe, maybe I am just a giant child because I too crave structure. My children crave structure. Like we had a fantastic time at Disney World, but holy crap, like my kids' bedtimes were off. They were gremlins. Like my, my older son had complete and utter meltdowns. It's because like, this is not their norm. It's super exciting and all this extra stimulation and oh my God, and here we are in 14 different directions and in my entire family's have, here. Have all the sugar, have all the sugar. Oh my God, Yeah. Blue drinks, as far as the eye can see. That's what uh, our four-year-old calls like the the blue raspberry slushes. Can I have a blue drink with all the sugar that you should be having today? Absolutely. Here's your third one. Like that, but that's that's our reality. Each one is sixteen ounces. <laughs> he doesn't drink it by itself, by himself rather. You help. Yeah. But I say all that to say that boundaries, structure, like yes, it hampers creativity. I guess, but. It, it's and and make is shaking his head like no actually it, it if if we know what we're working within we can explore every corner of the world. I was walls. gonna say in all honesty I think it actually um, it's it it initially hampers creativity but once you master master it it actually makes creativity um, it gives space for creativity to happen but totally 
Sure. So anyway, so as Mick said, you know, when when he and I first met, like he was really kind of fly by the seat of my pants, you know, it's fine. We'll figure out dinner at dinner time. And, you know, I would actually call myself undisciplined. Okay. Quite the hindsight revelation. there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's like hindsight 2020, but it's not that I was laid back. I was just really undisciplined. Mm. You know? So uh, I helped bring discipline and structure in, into our world. And now our world is, is quite disciplined and structured, which again, sounds boring and uptight and type A. And I hear you. Um, I have been called all those things and worse, but it really works for our purposes. So as we're talking about different podcasting episodes and things like that, when we first got started down this journey, our podcast producer, Lewis, who is spectacular, was like, just brain dump some ideas. Not all of them are going to be gold, but some of them are going to be really good and, and see where you land. And Mick and I, fancying ourselves kind of funny people, were really like, all right, what are some funny things? And he was like, well, my wife, the control freak. I'm like, well, that's not nice. <laughs> it's it's true, I guess, but uh, but not particularly nice. And why is that even relevant? Do you remember your response? No, oh, no. Do you care to take a guess at this point? Well, like why are, why are we doing this? <clears throat> well, uh, now I feel put on the spot. I'm I've, sorry. Yeah, no, it's all good. But I have no idea why I said that. But I'll tell you. I mean, like my wife, the control freak. You you've helped me. You personally have helped me become disciplined. Like I'm no longer undisciplined. I'm sure that there's some places in my life that I could become more disciplined and I work on that actively. But, you know, the structure that you've provided me has really helped me gain clarity in what I need to do in different parts of my day and different parts of my world. And it's actually helped me create space for the creativity that I need to be able to create and make no mistake about it. That's what I do for a living. Mm -hmm. I create. Yeah, you do. I create out of thin air. That's, mm -hmm. that's my game. So I wouldn't be able to do that if it wasn't for you. No, oh, thank you. Now, is that is that the answer that, that I said uh, whenever we were brain dumping? Or no, but I love that direction? actually. And I'm, I'm feeling kind of shiny right now, you know? <laughs> well, you should, baby girl. You're the bomb. But one of the things that you mentioned was how we have started setting targets for ourselves individually and as a couple and as a family and for our business. And we do this at different intervals. Oh, that's true. Absolutely. Because one of our, our goals is, and many of you I'm sure can relate to this. We have a growing business. We've been married for over a decade. We have two small kids. And this is a fairly hectic time in our lives. And sometimes cash is tight. And sometimes time is tight. And sometimes our children are batshit crazy. And sometimes our life is batshit crazy. And we do not, we want to remind ourselves that each of these are seasons. And furthermore, the reason that we're doing this is for this further target. So we take probably a date night a month or even, we, we've started doing it on Sunday nights. It's not even date night anymore. It's like, all right, kids are in bed Sunday. Rather than dive into our email because it's not Monday yet, let's give ourselves time. Let's structure our week, month, quarter, year. We didn't really start breaking it down like that until this year. But again, as our business has grown, we've brought on staff. We've got a lot more clients than we ever have. We're moving faster than we ever have. Our children are mobile. <laughs> we've got two and that's it. Like th this, the, these, are, these are our child boxes our, right now. Our children are, are developmentally appropriate, batshit crazy. Yes, correct. Uh, love them to pieces, not crazy, but you um, know, raising kids is crazy. You travel a ton. 
we're both trying to do things that serve us as individuals as well, while still trying to make sure that we grow together in the same direction as we have discussed in many, many, many previous episodes. Body being balanced business, baby. Yep. Yep, exactly. But growing together. Absolutely. And in the same direction. Correct. So we set targets for ourselves. And that's why you were like, you know, the control freak thing is important because if you don't know where you're going individually, as a couple, as a family, as a business, why does it matter where you currently are? And so your comment to me actually what was similar to what you just said, like this control freak aspect <laughs> allows us to plan and decide what and who we demand to be. Amen. It's so true. It, 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 it gives you the, the space to dream. Mm-hmm. It gives you the space to really consider, like actually consider what you want to be and where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, it also gives you the space to come up with a strategy that you think is going to make sense to get you there. Yeah. And that's what just vicious, ruthless planning will do. And then adherence to said planning. Yep. And that's one of the many, many, many gifts that you've given me. Thank you. So to that end, strategies for planning. I, and I am not being paid for this endorsement, but I use a tool called Wonderlist. It's like Wonderlust, but it's Wonderlist. You can buy a corporate she's plan. A, she's a little bit lustful about it too. Like I am. I love it. I kinda, love it all the turns much. Turns around, man. It's kind of weird. But all all of my go. Type A friends know about it now too, um, and so even my Type B friends know about it to try to organize their. I'm curious. Do, you, do your Type A friends and Type B friends also utilize it now? Like, have you indoctrinated them, and are they in? Oh yeah, I can't remember if it's Nessa or Lara, but one of the two of them is like Wonderlist runs my world. Thank God. I can't remember who it is, but it's one of the two of them specifically. It is awesome. It is a great, it is, it's a great tool. You can use just the free version of it for yourself, or you can actually use a paid version and add people to your lists. I do both. I have grocery lists broken down by store because I go to about three stores a week. I go to Costco, I go to Meyer, I go to Lucky's. The little grocery store, the big grocery store, and the big grocery store uh, for my children. <laughs> and so, but I get different things at each place. Lucky's is kind of an organic market. So like the Pepita sunflower seed butter that we buy our children because they're in daycare and they're children with peanut allergies. But my children demand pe- peanut butter crackers for lunch every day. Like that's my answer. That's why we do that? That's why we do that. Like the Pepita sunflower seed butter is spectacular, but- I was going to say, I thought is, it was just because it tasted delicious. It is. And, but peanut butter is like so much cheaper and more accessible and things like that. But there are nut allergies at the school and I want to be sensitive to that. I don't want to kill somebody else's kid because my kid I, demands peanut butter. I, I didn't even know. I'm learning stuff. This is great. All the time. So I've got it broken down into three different lists. I know what I can get at Lucky's. I know what I can get at Meyer. I know what will be cheaper to get at Costco. I've got three different lists. I have our weekly targets. And Mick and I will pick one thing, and this is actually our next podcast episode, but Mick and I will pick one thing a week that needs to get done. And this week happens to be, Mick is getting ready to go to Warrior Week. Yeah. And so that is our thing. Our thing together this week is prepping Mick for Warrior Week. And prepping for the family for a week without Mick. Exactly. So it's, but it's really, it's it's Warrior Week prep. 
So Warrior Week prep includes the following things. So again, one of the nice things about Wonderlist is you can create your task and then you have all these other subtasks that you can create. And so the list is called Warrior Week prep. And then our tasks are business, family, home, travel. And then within each of those, what needs to be done for the business? Well, we need to wrap up Bob's launch that's happening on Friday and blah, blah, blah. Can I, can I ask you a question? Of course. We, we haven't talked about this before, so I'm actually legitimately asking you the question. Hmm. Do you use Wonderlist as a tool to help you figure out the different areas, like the categories of things that need to happen? Yeah, because it basically gives me a three-tier system. So the list itself, I title whatever our thing is. So again, prep. Warrior Week. Prep, Warrior Week Prep. Warrior prep. Week Prep is the name of my list okay, right now. Okay. And then I can put tasks in. So Warrior Week Prep is going to mean prepping the business for you being blacked out. Like, well, hold on. I guess, I guess that's okay. my question though. So like it's, it's, it's Warrior Week Prep. Like that's, that's the overarching that's goal. That's the overarching goal. Okay. That's goal. the umbrella, mm -hmm. right? Now the next thing that I would imagine, like what I'm hearing you say, and I don't like, and just for those of you guys that are, you know, listening, right? <laughs> <laughs> A fly on the wall listening to us have this somewhat private conversation. Like nah, I don't this isn't private. I, no, it's not private. But like I, I don't look at like I've never I won't say that I've never seen Claire's uh Wonderless stuff. Like I've I know what Wonderlist is, but like I don't look at Claire's shit, right? Though you could. We've I talked could. about this. We've talked about that too, but like I just don't because whatever. So I guess so the question it's I'm asking not is this. To you. <laughs> it's not it's not part of it's not part of my reality. So um, what I'm what I'm wondering is this: Do you have is there like a way that you can actually break out like subcategories? Like so, for instance, like Warrior Week Prep is the umbrella, right? Yeah. And then subcategory one is you business. Know, business. Yeah. Oh, and like you can actually break it out and then have subtasks in, inside. Yes. Of it. So do you actually break it out by category first? I do. So the very first thing is Wicked. I create I create a brand new list for That's whatever. Hot. That's well, sexy. Hot. It really is. That really is. That's sexy I love hot. tools. Um, and Wonderlist is a spectacular one for this purpose. But like, if you just want to use Google Docs or something and break it out that way, I don't care. Create a folder called, you know, this, then create documents called this, and then you have your bullet points called this. Like, there are plenty of different ways to skin this particular cat. I happen to love Wonderlist because it's really easy to check shit off, and I love checking shit off. It is honestly Sometimes I just make lists so I can check, sh check shit off. I got stuff done today. Look at what I got done. Look at all these checks. Like the stuff's already done, but I'm going to put the list I'm going to put it together anyway. Because... Anyway, just so I can have the pleasure of checking that shit right well, off. Well, but here's the other thing. With Wonderlist, I can basically resurrect the old list, make them zombies. I now have a zombie list. What did I do last Christmas? Because last Christmas went fairly well. I'd like a structure going into this Christmas. Here's all the stuff that I did. Anyway. I digress. We're specifically talking about Warrior Week prep. So Warrior Week prep, I broke down into business, family, travel, and now I've forgotten what the other one is. Anyway, oh, home. Because there's stuff that needs to be done around the house before Mick leaves for eight days. Not to mention the fact that, uh, so we live in Northern Michigan mm -hmm. and we happen to be, um, it's, you know, end of October going into the first week of November. This is a- that you'll be gone. Yeah, yeah that, that, that we're talking about. This this particular period of time, just historically, this is when all of the shit hits the fan uh, from a weather standpoint and things really start changing. So you kind of need to, like there's a whole bunch of other stuff that sort of needs to happen too. Right. Like the so, leaves need to be raked in the lawn. All that shit needs to happen now anyway. Exactly. So the home list includes putting away the patio furniture. Is that something I can do by myself? Yes. Am I really going to be able to do it by myself with two small kids in the house too and a business that I need to attend to? No. So I'm going to need Mick's help to get that handled just in case we have our first ice while he's out of town. I don't want my stuff ruined. 
Okay. So anyway, but so we go bit by bit. All right. What is the stuff that needs to be done in business? All right. We need, you know, Bob's got a location launching on Friday. All of that needs to be actually it's launching on like Tuesday, I think, but it needs to be handled before you leave. Saturday. Saturday. Fine. Okay. But it needs to be handled before you leave. Everything needs to be checked there. Um, and so we go through like, what are the steps we need to let the client at all of our syndicate clients know that you're going to be out of town. Don't schedule any meetings. Here's your new point person. Here's where everything is. So we got to make sure all that's handled. As far as the kids, telling Avit, planning a date day so that there's one-on-one time with the kids before you're gone for eight days, you know, and then travel. Is your flight booked? Is your hotel booked? Have you packed? What's your pack? You know, so these are all the subtasks underneath travel, underneath Warrior Week prep. So breaking it down. Now, here's the dirty little secret because we do this with everything. Like we we have a meal planning list. I have a meal planning list because Mick and I are both on macros. If we don't meal plan, then true story, we set ourselves up for having to eat basically a pound of steak at 9:30 at night. This actually happened this past Friday. It was miserable. I never want to have I never want to do it again. But it was good steak too, but now I never want to eat that steak again. Ever. Ever. Holy oh my smokes. God. 16 right. ounces of steak in one sitting at 9.30 at night? Like, that is terrible. Yeah, yeah. You made the comment. It felt like punishment. It was. It was legit punishment. It reminds me I need food right now. Anyway, Well, okay. Well, we'll wrap this up and you can go eat. But, and then we do, again, so we set weekly targets. My weekly goal will change out every time and I can check off the whole list and then re- resurrect it if I need to. But we have started doing, you know, the, the last Saturday of, or the last Sunday of each month, we plan for the next month. What date nights can we take? What travel do each of us have? Like my, my brother-in-law is getting married to a beautiful, fantastic woman. We are leaving for an entire Saturday to go dress shopping. I'm her matron of honor. I'm thrilled about that, but we're going to be gone for an entire Saturday. I'm literally leaving at 8 a.m. I have no idea when I'll be back. This is information Mick needs because he'll have my children. Our children. I would say they're, they're mine too. Like, hey, by what the way. The hell. But I'll have them all Saturday. That's information he needs to know. Sooner than not, like he can absolutely handle it, but like don't plan anything that Saturday. Know that or, you're on your or own. Or absolutely plan something. Or so absolutely I've got, plan So I've got something. shit going on with the boys. Are you kidding me? I don't want a tornado in here. Your piano's going to get all fucked up. Yeah, it's going to be bad I don't mojo. Yeah. So basically syncing our calendar, figuring out our date days, figuring out our date nights. The last Sunday of the quarter. What's our big goal for this quarter? Where, where do we want to go? Is there anything in the house that we want to handle? Is there anything in the business that needs to be tackled? You know, do you and I have any personal goals? Let's plan that trip to Costa Rica. Like, whatever. Where are we? What do we want to get done? And then literally the, fir- the, the first Saturday that, or the first, yeah, Saturday typically, that we're back home from North Carolina in January, we send the kids to Mick's parents' house and we do a long plan of our year. Like, where do we want to be at the end of the year? And we do use the, and now we'll start using the core four. We didn't have Warrior when we did this this past year. And I imagine that we will come into that with our own personal goals for body, being, balance, and business. But the beauty is that we do balance together <laughs> and we do business together, even though we have our own little pots in the business. Yep. We still need to make sure that we're on the same page and that we're making space for each other to accomplish our individual goals. So, that, I mean, that's the type of planning we do. Now, here's the dirty little secret and one that everybody knows but kind of gets glossed over when most people talk about planning and sticking to schedules and things like that. Unexpected shit happens. Rogue waves, baby. Rogue waves. Yeah, exactly. 
And and I love that. You brought that up. You mentioned that about something about two weeks ago. And I'm like, yes. It's like you're just, you, you know, everything's normal. It's wavy or whatever. And then all of a sudden you get hit from the side by something that came in and you didn't see it coming. It just whacks you. Exactly. And so you're never going to be able to plan everything, whether I want to or not. And this is a lesson that we have learned in our many, many Disney trips. Something always goes awry. Not bad, just not what we expected. You know, giant blister on day two of our honeymoon. Okay, well, rather than go into the park today, you want to just go see three movies in a row? Yes, sure do. That's something unexpected that you can either choose to roll with or not. Now, the beauty is because we happen to like movies together and it's our anniversary and let's make decisions. Like we could have sat around and, oh my God, like this, this, we're supposed to go here that day and we have this dinner reservation and blah, blah, blah. As long as you are aware that weird shit's going to happen and you're not going to know what it is or where it's going to come from, as you, you can plan for that. A couple of examples, and I kind of touched on it a minute ago. Uh, this past Friday, Mick and I both do macros. This past Friday, I don't know what happened but we got super wrapped up in work and other stuff. And, oh, I went yarn shopping and it just kind of, it, it was a weird day. We didn't take lunch together. I took the boys to Moomers, but you didn't come. And our macros are different anyway, because I am five, seven, certain number of pounds and a woman. And, and you I'm six, are, three and built like a brick shit house. And a man. And a man. So automatically our, 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 Macro numbers like uh, are going to be fundamentally different. Exactly. Also, let's add in the fact that I went and got ice cream and you didn't. By the way, just in, in case you guys are listening and you don't know, macros are uh, macronutrients, protein, fat, and carbohydrates. Carb. So mm -hmm. theoretically, what you do is you you have a certain number that you want to hit from from a gram perspective every day. And uh, if you just hit that number, it doesn't really matter what you eat as long as you're eating quality food and you hit that those particular numbers you can actually transform your body. So Correct. anyway, when we're talking about macros, that's what we're talking about. Continue. All right. So we, I, th I think the boys and I came and picked you up after ice cream and then we needed to go to, to the little grocery store and we're walking around. We'll just, we'll figure out dinner at the little grocery store. Well, we get to the little grocery store and one of our staples at the little grocery store are potato kale cakes. Surprisingly, spectacularly delicious. Delicious. And honestly, and forgive me for speaking on your behalf, but as long as you've got those, you can pretty much plan a meal around them, you personally. I can, yeah. I mean, whoever thought the potato kale cakes would be something that would really turn me on, but they do. But here we are. So we roll in and and Avit's going to push the little cart and Escher wants to ride on your shoulders. And, you know, we, we all go grab a drink and you and I get alcoholic and the boys get milk. And, we're, you know, like this is what we do at the little grocery store. And we roll up to the deli case and there are no potato kale cakes. The deli case is full of other things, but no potato kale cakes. We have chipotle cherry pork tenderloin. We have seasoned flank steak. We have all this stuff that we can choose from, but no potato kale cakes. Well, wait a minute. Dinner from the little grocery store is not complete without potato kale cakes. Throw up our hands. We cannot have dinner here. We'll figure something else out. Y'all, I've had ice cream today and that's it. And I get hangry. And so, like, I start pacing, and I'm like, all right, well, we'll figure it out, I guess. Well, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go to the butcher on the other side of town and, and pick something out there. Thinking, all right, I don't know what your macros are, but, like, just grabbing some burgers from the butcher on the other side of town is not really going to 
solve my particular problem, but all right. And I chose to keep my mouth shut and not speak up and say, no, dude, like pick something else out. I'm sorry that the potato cakes are not here. We need to persevere and handle this now. Instead, it ended up being this whole huge fight because I was hungry, he's hungry, we didn't communicate, blah, blah. It, it became a thing. It was such a hardcore fight over absolutely nothing. It's not even funny, but go on. Because we were hangry, we did not we did not treat our bodies appropriately. And furthermore, we did not plan for the rogue wave that was the lack of potato kale cakes. You know what I didn't tell you about this? Huh. Once I actually went back to get the fucking flank stick, all right? They had a stack of potato kale cakes that were freshly made and ready to go. Stop it. I shit you not. So had we like asked, communicated with the butcher people, the deli people over Yeah, there, they probably already had some potato kale cakes. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. We just don't have them out yet, but they're right over here. Or they've not been cooked. Here, I, take these home. I shit you not. <laughs> anyway, that's yeah. a fun little tangent to that story. But we did not take the time to plan for the unplannable. How do you plan for the unplannable? when the dinner you think you're gonna have isn't there. Well, you have backup dinners. They make like a tikka masala at Costco with, and you can get like brown jasmine rice pouches. And if things go awry, you have food at the house, you know what the macros are on it because you've done it before. Like that is planning for the unplannable. Amen, sister. So here's my question uh, for you and your homework assignment. Ah, for, for our listeners. For our listeners, not for you, for our listeners. Uh, <laughs> you've got enough homework to do. You're good to go. Uh, <laughs> but for those of you out there listening, here's my question. So where in your marriage, in your family, or in your business, in any one of those three areas, where are you planning right now for the unexpected, for the unplannable, right? Like, where are you doing that? And if you're not doing that, have you tried to do that in the past and it hasn't worked out for you? And if so, why? Uh, and if you've not tried it, where do you think you might be able to? You know, I'd love to know that. I think Claire would love to know that. For sure, for sure. The other thing that we could have you chime in on is, do you plan like this? Do you find freedom in structure? Or do you think we're just kind of crazy right now? Do, do you like playing it by the seat of your pants? And I'll tell you point blank, I'm fucking psycho. So I know- <laughs> I know I'm, <laughs> well, I'm a little, I'm a little crazy and I think you are too. And that's mm -hmm. part of this whole fucking deal. So in any case, yeah, folks get back with us. We'd love to know kind of where you're at and where you're coming from as far as this is concerned and stay tuned. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for spending time with us today here on the marriage family business podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, then there are just two things we would love for you to do. Number one, leave a rating and a review for us on iTunes. It really helps us know what kind of content we need to produce for you. And secondly, head on over to marriagefamilybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe for free to get all the resources shared in every episode emailed directly to you. That way you don't have to go searching for anything discussed on any episode. It'll just be in your inbox. We'll catch you on the next episode of the MFB podcast. 